Just keep the good vibes going. I love that you're quoting that TikTok so much. Let's keep the good Let's vibes keep going. Let's keep the good vibes going. Hi guys, welcome back. We really miss you guys. So sorry. Life just really caught up to us that we're happy to be back. But before we get into our read for today, Sav, how are you doing? Um, I was just changing in my room and the room the windows of my front bedroom were open and the USPS man saw my titties and we made eye contact. <laughs> That's what I was like. I want to tell you this, but we have to start recording. That's like so I Fully pulled my shirt up. It was on top of my head and I made eye contact and he saw full frontal titty. That's golden. <laughs> not, that, nothing brings me more joy than that. So I'm obviously thriving. I'm having a great time. For those who are wondering, we did finally see Taylor Swift. So <laughs> that doesn't mean that we're going to shut up about it. It just means that the event has happened and it was magical, glorious, beautiful, everything. Yeah, I have no words. I was crying so hard at one point that Emily, like, slowly whispered in my ear. She said, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I know I'm at the ripe age of 26, but it was the best night of my life. It was incredible. I truly can't recommend it enough. If you paid $1,000 for your tickets, just know it's going to be worth every penny. Worth every penny. Money cannot buy happiness, but it can buy Taylor Swift tickets. And I think that that's, like, pretty much the same thing. In books. That's- yeah, that's all you need. Exactly. All you need. Like, what else do you need? So, yes, we're busy. I started a new job. I am a corporate girly, and I joined the corporate girly walking group in my like in my place today. And these bitches were moving so fast. I was like, fuck, I cannot keep up. I got to change my shoes. I literally <laughs> had to bow out of the walk early because they were fucking sprinting. Arms were pumping. They were just ready to go. They were ready to go. Yeah, I just saw Taylor Swift. Knocked out my first year of school. Summer Emily is defrosting. Oh, she's ready. She's coming. <laughs> I'm defrosting. And that's pretty much it. I like, I think like the past week, I probably got like three hours of sleep each night. Like it hasn't hit me that like I am on break. Like I still feel very wired. But nothing will beat Taylor Swift. Sam and I got hot dogs. Oh, it was a- I love an event. Like it was great. I feel like when you, you'll know that it's break when you crack that Chantel Tessier spine as soon as you crack that open. I got it. I'm, I'm, let me go on Amazon. I didn't even order it. I was like, there's no way I can order it because I would not be able to you knew that the temptation would be too great I knew yeah I tried to explain so I was telling my boyfriend how I can't wait for break because my like the last book in my favorite series came out and he tried to I tried to explain to him their ritual and like the books in Chantel's world Hmm. and he just stared at me how did that (laughs) go can you give us a little synopsis of what you (laughs) I was like, so there's lords and there's secret societies and they get like chosen ones and they can like, they just like have hot sex. And they go in this old church and they like 
have, to have an initiation and naked in the initiation and then they tie them up and he just stared at me <laughs> he was like what <laughs> and i would like to say that he only made it halfway i let him borrow icebreakers a solid month and a half ago he has stopped at the Halloween scene and he's like, I'm done reading. So he will not be finishing icebreakers. So I think it's a him problem, not a me problem. Absolutely. So if we wouldn't have done so much work to get here, I would say dump him. But we cannot <laughs> this process. We did too much work. <laughs> so other than that, it has been so windy. It has never oh my been God, I know. windy before. I feel ever. like we live in fucking Kansas. So windy. And so that's about it. Yesterday, I was sitting at my little work desk and someone came by to ask me a question. It was during lunch and I have been reading and like eating my lunch and they were talking to me and I was at the part of this book where they fuck on the desk. I was super bright red. I was like, oh my God, I cannot have a conversation right now because my little neighbor, my desk, my office neighbor is low-key a little hot like I don't want to objectify him because he's a nice person and like I'm not interested but like he is low-key a little hot and I was like I cannot talk to you while I'm reading this like give me a minute and I'll come to your office like I'm having a private moment between me and my Kindle yeah like we're having a moment and you and your full sleeve tats and your 6'4 ass need to go back next door because I cannot focus I would also not be able to focus. It was too much. I was a tomato. Well, speaking of what we've been reading, I'm I'm doing better than you, so I'm going to go first. Okay. Okay. I finished Coach by Devney Perry. I didn't know that this was new. It just popped up on my Kindle. I enjoyed it. If you need a palate cleanser, this I cannot think of a better palate cleanser than Coach by Devney Perry. So loved it. Then last week, I finally finished Unexpectedly Mined by Aaron Hawkins. I had an arc of this. It's officially out now. It came out on Friday, the 28th of April. So good. Super enjoyable. Just can't recommend it enough. Um, And then I just cracked open Happy Place by Emily Henry. I am elated to read this book. I'm literally 34 pages in, so I can't really like give you a full rundown of how I think it's going to make me feel, but so far it is college besties and how their lives have unfolded and those are always my favorite stories so I'm really excited as you just spoke I put reluctant unexpectedly mine happy place in my Amazon cart I'm (laughs) buying them right now okay great honestly Erin Hawkins is our best friend and so I just want to support her and all that she does and like I really thought that there was like Emily Henry like after um normal not normal after book lovers like she couldn't peak anymore but it seems that this book is just gonna knock it all out of the park it just doesn't feel like what she's written before granted I'm 34 pages in so like I could totally put my foot in my mouth but it feels so different than the other stuff that she's had and like the relationship development feels unique and also not like something I've read before I don't want to give it away I want you to read it for yourself Okay, I'm placing my order. Add to cart. <laughs> Place the order. All I read was coached by Devin Pe- um, Perry, which we are discussing today. But I'm on summer break. The book bench can commence. Um, I'm starting with Jasper Hale, which is the newest book in the Eden series. And you guys do know I love the Edens. And then 
okay, I just have to point and say, I ordered the paperback of Emily Henry's The Happy Place. Expected deliveries May 16th to May 22nd. Absolutely not. So it's already ordered. So I can get through before I read it. That is so long from now. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I'll read the other two first. I have but- a signed hard copy because I'm a bougie bitch. <laughs> so I'm going to start with Jasper. Can you hear the text messages? No. Okay. Um, Miss so- Popular, no, I cannot hear your text messages. <laughs> So I'm starting with Jasper Vale, which is the newest book of the Eden series, um, which is by Devin Perry, who we're talking about today. I love the Eden series. If you guys have been here for a while, you guys, it is the one small town series that I do enjoy. And this one is about one of the sisters who gets accidentally married in Vegas. And I'm pumped. Okay. That's what unexpectedly mine is too, is married in Vegas. And so I love those kind of books. She's like the goody two shoe. This would never like be something that she would do so I'm gonna start with that and then just keep the ball going keep the good vibes going I love that for you when you get to unexpectedly mine he is the goody two shoes that would have never done anything like this so I love a switch oh I love that and Devney Perry I know we're about to talk to her her um we're about to talk about her she ghostwrites under something right Willa, Willa Nash okay yeah we've read all of Willa and Devney's books we love her yeah so i am excited and then just keep the good vibes going but should i talk about Devney perry i love that you're quoting that tiktok so much. let's keep the good let's vibes keep going these good vibes going my boyfriend's mom was like what like what do you have in your hair so sam and i did tinsel in our hair and no. she was I did tinsel in Emily's hair. Emily did not put <laughs> tinsel in my hair. And Seth has been recruited. Emily could not complete the mission. <laughs> Was Seth able to do it? He's going to do it tonight. I didn't think to ask him until 1130 last night. And he was like, do I have to do it like right this minute? Are you going to make me turn the lights on? Did no, the Alex, road. Are we saying Alex's name on the podcast? Did she not like the tinsel in your hair? No, she said it was fun. Okay. But she was just confused why. And Alex was like, because she was in a Swifty concert. Why do you need a reason why? I had tinsel in my hair. Exactly. single reason why. Before we get into Coach, we'll talk about Debbie Perry. She is a a friend of the program. We talked about her twice now. A friend of the program. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm just really quoting. It's almost like you're a fucking podcaster. (laughs) She is a Wall Street Journal and U.S. Today bestselling author of over 40 romance novels. After working in the technology industry for a decade, she abandoned conference calls and project schedules to pursue her passion for writing. She was born and raised in Montana, where a few of her books take place. Books by Perry include the Eden series, Steel King, and Fallen Jester. And today, we'll be going back to Montana and supporting college football in her newest book, Coach. Before I get into the plot review, you know I'm a huge fan of the acknowledgement at the end of the book, the author's note. And she mentioned that she is actually a huge Montana State fan. And so she modeled Mission State MSU after Montana State. And they have the same mascot and everything. So I thought that was a fun fact. Oh, that is pretty key. I never read that. I need to start reading the notes in the back. Oh, my God. It's my favorite part of the whole book is getting to the end and then seeing what they have to say. 
Okay. So getting into the plot review, 10 years ago, Millie kissed her best friend and massive crush as they were studying for a psychology exam at Mission State. Present day, she works at the same college as an assistant athletic director, single, and deep down still harboring feelings for that same football player from 10 years ago. The past 10 years for Ford looked a lot different. Right after Millie kissed him, Sienna, his on-again, off-again girlfriend, showed up and said she was pregnant and his life changed forever. However, when he shows up at Mission State to be the head football coach 10 years later, a failed marriage under his belt and his 10-year-old daughter in tow, all it takes is one look at Millie to bring it all right back. Listen, this book to me was like hints of like Friday Night Lights in a book. Just sprinkle in some extra spice, some second chance romance. I just like the small town college feel. And so it's like Friday Night Lights, but college. We all know I'm not the biggest single dad fan. We all know if you've been here for the Ignite, it just gets me going. But this storyline was so well written. And when Millie walked into the meeting Ford was in, I was like, there's no way. I was like, this is going to be set. Because after the prologue, I was a little bit confused. Yes, same. And I think Millie is a very relatable character. Like we've all have had our hearts broken. That made us scared to be trusted. We've all been there. It was a little insta love. Like I would have liked if he groveled a little bit more. So that kind of made me a little bit like meh. But I, cause I just wanted to be like a little bit of a slow burn. Have the grovel. Ford was hot and a possessive man with a dirty mouth. Like what else can I say? And he had his daughter was super cute. And when he was like, dad, is that the girl in the picture in your bookshelf? I died. It was just small town, warm, Montana. I have a few things. Whenever Ford says, my Millie, I die. Mm-hmm. I die. Mm-hmm. And then he has, there's three quotes. Um, Millie was never more beautiful than when she blushed. And then Millie said, it was like the color he'd brought into my home with his laugh. Ford's kiss was a symphony of blue and green and red and yellow, a kaleidoscope. I love that too, because she went on this whole thing about how like, She was boring and her, like, everything she wore was gray or beige. Like, she didn't have any color in her life. And then enter Ford and he, like, brings all this color back to her. It was so cute. So cute. And he says, she'd be the last, the last woman I'd kiss until the end of my days. It was Millie. It always had been Millie. So I gave it four stars. Just a nice, like, warm hug in a book. Yeah, agreed. I also gave it four stars. I really thought this was adorable. Like, Again, this was the epitome of a great palate cleanser. It was an easy, nice, not offending, not upsetting story. Like you were really just in it. With that, I it would have taken me to five stars if I had a little more drama. And all of the opportunity for drama was there. Like I wanted ex-wife drama yeah. and I got none. So that was upsetting for me. I really wish that there had been like a little more like umph, you know? Yeah, that's what like, I'm kind of saying. Like, it was just like a little meh. Yeah. I also didn't view this as like much of a small town, even though it was in Montana. I viewed this as like suburban romance. Like if you can think of the suburbs, just like a nice, you know, like a home in the 350,000s, like a Starbucks on the corner. You've got really nice gas stations. You've got a Costco. Like That's the vibe that this book was giving to me. Yeah, I see that. You see that more than like a small, like a small, yeah. it was like very suburban, which again, non-offending, non-upsetting, 
great palette cleanser, really, really well written. Um, I just wish I had like a little more like grit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the drama was there. Sienna, who is the ex-wife, annoying. She wanted to be an influencer. She left this hot football player to be with another football player. And then she was basically on like, I don't know what the NFL version of it, but like basically on Love and Basketball and for NFL players in Seattle. So like there was the potential for drama, but it just, it wasn't. And then also the athletic director, he was kind of skeezy and slimy. And I thought, Ooh, like he's going to get fired. No, not really. So it was just like, there was build up there. It just, there was no, no fireworks. You know what I mean? I agree. And I feel like that kind of translates into the spice. Like it was yeah. like, we have the part where their tension snaps. They have sex in her office and his office, but it's very like, Oh, he just held me tight. We didn't use a condom. Like that was it. Yeah. It was like definitely white people in their mid thirties. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's the epitome of like financially stable people with jobs, white women in their mid thirties. And it's, it's not bad. We both enjoyed it. It just, there could have been more there. Yeah. And like, the thing is like, loved, I've probably read a lot of her books. Her books have had more and like, they could have had like angry hate sex after mm-hmm. the brewery. Absolutely. There could have just been a little bit more. Like I gave it half a pepper because it wasn't just like, they could have had great sexting opportunities. Yeah. I have a couple of things that I would like to discuss. One, the name for my child, my unborn child, is Millie. Seth and I have had this name picked out forever. So it, I didn't dislike Millie. I just had such high expectations of her that I think that they were never realistic. She was never going to live up to them. I just wish that, she, like, I needed a little more from her. I'm glad she got her happy, happy ever after. She wasn't annoying. She was just, like, very white bread. Like, not, she was not giving a lot to me. Um, the other thing that bothered me, and maybe it's because I don't have kids and I'm not around kids that are like not babies, right? Like my nieces are toddlers and like one is three months old. So, but like the girl was 10. When do you stop like being like a little kid? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like when she was like saying daddy and stuff, and I was like, when do we stop doing this? At five years old. (laughs) I don't know. That's the title five years old no more daddy after five years old no because I for one love a single father romance I think it's my daddy issues really coming into play but I didn't like the child to me was annoying I was like girl you are 10 years old it's time to act like it (laughs) start paying bills what the fuck are you doing no she was really coddled she was very coddled and I was just like girl you're old time to grow up like it just she bothered me a little so again non-offending non-upsetting easy chill kind of plain jane story but i don't hate it no i didn't hate it not making the five star reads no but it was a good transition like a good easy read for what we have going on yes yeah like we were really busy we just need to sit on our kindle knock something out quick and that's what this was i will say Ford was giving for Ford me. Carried the book. He did. You know? Okay, because guys, I'm just so obsessed with Friday Night Lights. If you guys know, it's my mom's favorite show, and it's the only thing she'll watch. 
So as soon as the last episode of the show happens, we're looping it back. We're looping it back. And like, we'll have to go somewhere. And she's like, wait, 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 let the scene finish. When she's watched the scene, she can recite the scene and act the scene, everything herself. I thought Ford reminded me of Tim Riggins. That is how I envisioned him. So. Oh, Ford was Coach Taylor through and through for me. Um, okay. Yeah, actually, Tim Riggins. Tim Riggins. Let's run, it back. That. let's run it back. Because really, when I finished this, I was like, ooh, that had to remember the Titans vibes without the racism. Right? Like the, <laughs> the non-racist version of <laughs> Correct. Because <laughs> you had the girl. Granted, Hayden P- Panettiere was like, eight years old and wasn't being annoying you know what I mean so there's a difference in expectation there but that's what it but the guy in remember the titans is not attractive at all so I couldn't picture him that way yeah Denzel, now Denz, daddy Denzel is fine but the white guy is not doing it for me <laughs> that's so funny no I was like Tim Riggins came back to Dylan ready to coach here mm-hmm. to do this legacy got somebody pregnant and here we are. We're actually really on to something here. You know what's unfortunate for me is that I'm reaching this era of my life where I'm more attracted to Coach Taylor than I am to Tim Riggins. Interesting. Isn't that a bummer for me? <laughs> like, I hate that for me. Interesting. Now, it's kind of it. Okay, this is so totally unrelated to this book or anything. And I should have mentioned it in the introduction of how we were doing. If anybody here, because this is a Netflix show that was adapted from the um, books. If you guys watch Firefly Lane, the last episode of the show, you can't leave your house after. Because you're sobbing. I, I, I get it was so bad. You I did watched not the first season of that show, but I was like bored. I really liked the second season more because it all like wraps up that the whole show is the book of their lives that one like you know how in Gilmore Girls yeah Lori writes the book and it's supposed to be the Gilmore Girls show it's the same with Firefly Lane but just you can't leave your house but second season is better hmm I'm not gonna watch it I don't think just be prepared because that reminds me because when we're talking about Emily Henry because I think all of Emily Henry's books are being picked up for screen adoptions I don't mad about that but I just like okay Here's where I'm at. We're going on a small tangent. Okay. Here's where I'm at. They are currently making A Court of Thorns and Roses. They're adapting it into a TV show. There is quite literally not a man in the world that could play these men and I would be satisfied. Like, they are fictional. They are not fucking real for a reason. I have concocted the perfect specimen in my head. You're not going to be able to do it justice. So, like... I'm fine for movie adaptations or TV show adaptations to an extent. You know what I mean? Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, we've all, we have been vocal about how we were upset with it. It ends with us. Mm-hmm. Casting. And so, like, who, like, that's the thing. It's like, if Book Lovers is made into a movie and the actor who plays Logan in Gilmore Girls is not the main guy, I don't want to watch I don't. But he's old now, Emily, because we're fucking old. That's I know. Problem. Well, and it's... also, like, book lovers, their chemistry, same with Beach Read, their chemistry 
is not realistic. <laughs> like that's the problem. You can't recreate that. Like I no. personally loved the hating game movie because I didn't like the hating game book. And so the movie was fine to me because it was like, whatever, but you can't recreate the chemistry that we're reading about. That's you're creating in your mind and that you have this like opportunity to be so creative. You cannot do that realistically. My personal opinion. No, you can't. Because how many actors are going to have the same on-screen chemistry like Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey, oh. Jennifer Lopez and Matthew? Like, that's the thing. Like, how many? How many examples were you going to use with Matthew McConaughey? Because he has, he's like the main one. Like. He's getting old. He can't be in these books. He can't, he can't be in these books. But like, they don't do rom-coms like they used to. So I don't know how they're going to do these books. Truly. And that's the thing, like, if the rom-com isn't How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, I don't want it. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I'm really interested in at this point in my life. Yeah. That was my little tangent. We need to talk about the desk scene, the office scene. And I, of course, did highlight it while I was sitting there talking to my fine (laughs) office neighbor because that's what I was reading when he came in to speak to me. Okay. His gaze raked over my skin like he was memorizing it inch by inch from my throat to my breast to my belly. Look at what you do to me, Millie. My eyes widened at the side of his cock, long and thick, hard and weeping for me. Ford took my chin in a hand, forcing my eyes to meet his. Then he held me there as he pressed his cock into my slick center, his jaw clenching as he thrust forward. I was saying nothing is better than that that when the tension breaks and they just have to fuck in a public space. He was big about like grabbing her face too. Yes. Okay, I have one more. He looked sexy and disheveled. An arrogant smirk tugged at his mouth before he bent to pull my bottom lip between his teeth. His chest glistened with sweat, but he didn't let me down. He kept me pinned against the wall. His cum dripping down my thigh. This was the best damn sex of my life, and we'd only done it on a desk. You Would you like me to keep going? I can. I don't want sweet meals. We're going to fuck hard. Then I'll give you sweet. But right now, fucking kiss me. This was after another man kissed her, and he was like, kiss me. Yeah. I'm angry. He's like, I'm the only one that gets to kiss your mouth. tomorrow i'd worry about what to do with joey but no more keeping distance no more staying away from my millie no more letting another motherfucking man kiss her in my football stadium no more that's hot all right we do have to to briefly mention one thing about ford because i don't know if you picked up on it as much did you notice how we had no floor play zero none zilch no he was just opening her up and straight home every time and like i I just know that hurt like ford you gotta preheat the oven before you stick some cookies in what are you fucking talking about like i was just like millie deserves better (sighs) now i'm conflicted no sam and i've had this discussion where some of these times these books oh like they overestimate like sex like you have to have the foreplay you Foreplay is my favorite part of sex. You have to. 
but yeah, he was not going down on her. He was not giving her the opportunity to give him head. He was not. I mean, they kissed occasionally and there was like some nipple action going on, but like not nearly enough. Yeah. Like you were pining over this woman for how many years? Like you got to like treasure and like cherish her body. Exactly. How do you lose a woman? You forget to cherish her. Literally. Okay. That's all I had for spice. So again, I gave it a half of a pepper. I think I it gave one just... pepper because I've never given anything half of a pepper and I didn't want to be petty. <laughs> but this is like one of our examples of just like adult sex books. Yeah, like my grandma could read this and I don't think she'd even blush. I have to talk about Millie and Ford's ex-wife are not like our enemies. Ford clearly gets married to the enemy that doesn't happen and he goes and pines after millie sab could you date someone who dated your enemy because i couldn't i'm trying to think of like who my enemy is and that i don't really have any enemies i have one person that like if i saw on the street i would run in the other direction like girl wise you know yeah and no i don't think i could I couldn't either. It's just like, or even, I don't know if I would call it like an enemy, but like, I don't think I could date someone who was a complete fucking bitch to me. Like who had dated, I couldn't date someone who had married someone who was a complete fucking bitch to me. Yeah. And they have a kid. So, you know, she's going to be in your life. Yeah. I don't think I could do that. Cannot be me. But, I mean, I think that at the end, she handled it well. When she showed up after the game, after she quit, and walked in and Sienna was there, and she was like, whatever, Sienna, like, I'm fucking here. Leave me alone. I'm sitting on the couch. I think that's the only way that you can handle this. Yeah. It's like, um, I'm the one that he picked now. Like, you lost. Okay, I have a discussion question. Okay. All right. Would you ever quit your job for a man? No. No! That made no. Me, that's the only thing that made me not like Millie. No. No. She was going to quit her job for a man. No. We had, in my, it's, like, not the same, but we had, like, a thing at school, like, with orientation about, like, changing your last name. So, like, let's see if you get married during your degree program, what last name goes on your PhD. And one of the guys was like, well, your husband's name, clearly. And I'm like, no, he didn't get the PhD. Yeah, did he no. earn a fucking PhD? Absolutely not. No, but like Millie, I would not quit my job for a man because a man can always change his mind the next day and leave. I don't, this is fucked up. I don't even have, I've never legally changed my name, first of all. Second of all, my master's everything is in my name. That's my fucking degree. Yeah. And Seth was supportive. Like, I'm not trying to gaslight him. Like, No, that's my shit. Yeah. I would never quit my job for a man. Especially a job. She, I don't know. She gave me conflicting emotions because the whole book, she's talking about how much she loves her job and like she loves advocating for these students and like all this stuff. Then she's like, and I quit my job and I didn't feel any sadness. So I'm like, well, do you love the job? Like, are you unhappy? Yeah. But still, no, never quit your job for a man. Protect your bag always. Yeah, that's it. So as you guys know, we have our scientifically proven boyfriend pyramid. At the bottom, ultimate friends with benefits. You're hooking up once or twice. May or may not tell your friends. And then we have meet the parents, 
he could be the one, could not be, but you feel comfortable with him meeting the parents. And then we have white picket fence, two and a half kids, red door, white picket fence. And at the top of the top, we have God tier, where the best of the best reside. So, Sav, where are you putting Ford? Okay, here's what's happening. I was going to put Ford at white picket fence, and then I remembered that there was no foreplay. (laughs) So now I'm like, I think Ford's got to meet the fam. I could long-term date him for sure, but I don't know if he is white picket fence material. What about you? Ultimate friends with benefits with the possibility of turning into something. Here's what we've learned about Emily. Are y'all ready? <laughs> Single dads, eh, <laughs> older men, eh, first responders. Eh. If you're not a psychopath, or eh. yeah, so. normal, normal people that are like conductive to society. Eh. <laughs> So he's also friends with benefits with the possibility of moving up the pyramid to meet the parents. Like your God to your house has more psychopaths than a fucking psych ward. (laughs) Meanwhile, ultimate friends with benefits has like sweet, nice men that would treat you well and like pay for dinner when you go out to eat. (laughs) Have you seen that? I want to be treated bad. Have you you seen the TikToks where it's like, um, I'm at dinner with like my boyfriend or husband, knowing damn well I I only have lip gloss in my purse. (laughs) Have you seen those TikToks? (laughs) And it's the man paying. Truly, I go out to dinner most nights. Don't even bring my wallet. Don't even think about bringing my wallet. It's in the car. I don't even, it's in my house. I didn't even put it in the car. <laughs> hmm. Yep. Me and my lip gloss sitting in my purse. Yeah. So that's it. There's, there is possibility of movement for Ford, but he is starting at the bottom. Hmm. Yeah. I, again, he felt very white picket fence to me. Yeah. Suburbia, a dog, some kids. A nice house. But then I remembered the lack of foreplay, and that really is just not doing it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no way that she's always wet enough. No. There's no way. Even if you are, right? Like, I can be a waterfall. I still need you to go down on me for at least seven minutes. Like, it's giddy. Like, I don't know. It's fun. There's no, she didn't get fingered a single time. Can you imagine a life never getting fingered? That's not a life I want to live. Not a life that I want to live. There is this podcast I used to listen to. And one of the women on there is married. And she came on there talking about their sex lives. And she was saying that they never do foreplay. Like that is not a staple in their relationship is they never do foreplay. And I'm like, what? That's a bummer. I was like, you're missing out. You are missing out, girly. I have better sex married than I did when we were dating or when I was fucking losers and random people. <laughs> so, Ford, that's where you goofed. Mm. All right. Well, Ford did not make it high up the boyfriend pyramid. He but... needs to be a little rougher, a little meaner, a little more crazy. 
we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will see you next week because we're going to talk about unexpectedly mine by Erin Hawkins because she's our bestie and we think that everybody should read this book also thanks for being with us through our little a little brief hiatus thank you we're back we're better than ever. well we're fine <laughs> better than ever feels like an aggressive thing to put out in the world so we're good we're doing good and we hopefully won't have to take off a ton of time anytime soon yes thank you guys so very much happy summer and we'll be back next week bye